Good morning, guys. How's everybody doing? It's like 4 o'clock in the morning, Monday morning. A little bit before 4, actually. And uh, I can't sleep, so here we are. Um, we did not, as you guys can tell. Uh, Jared Atkins, by the way, coming to you live from my Podbean app on my phone instead of all the fancy equipment. Uh, plans got changed this weekend. Kurt was feeling a little under the weather. And, uh, with me having COVID for the second time just a few weeks ago, uh, didn't want to take a chance on getting sick and wasting another week. So I was like, we'll just, uh, reschedule. So unfortunately we did not get to record the 1990 World Series episode, but, um, have no fear. Uh, we're going to stick that back in the rotation. We now have two backup episodes in the can with all the notes and everything ready to go. If we ever need to, to pull something out of our ass, that would be the 1990 World Series and the 2006 Indianapolis Colts. So those are in the can should we ever need them. Uh, Kurt and I are scheduled to record tomorrow night, Tuesday night, for another one of our many weeknight chronicle episodes, which, uh, if all goes to plan, will be the third episode that we're going to release in about two days. Because uh, I'm doing this one here. got a few things I want to say. If later today, uh, Monday morning, around 10 o'clock, I'm scheduled to do a, uh, I guess I'm going to title it just a bonus episode, or I'm going to title it Volume 1 of the Interview Series. I'm doing a remote interview with uh, the one of the uh, head referees of the National Wrestling Alliance, the NWA promotion, uh, a good friend of mine, Jared Fritz. I'm really looking forward to that. That'll be the first ever interview I've done. Uh, I could have saved that for uh, when I get the wrestling podcast launched, but you know what? It's whatever. This uh, there's, you know, I'm kind of big on wrestling media on Twitter. So, Semi big. I shouldn't even say big, but I'm involved in wrestling media. This will help drive some more eyes towards me and towards the uh, the product. I guess the the Steel Toes and Scoreboards universe. So I'm looking forward to that, but. Mainly I'm here because just uh, as I per usual do when I do laundromat listening episodes or when I do the late night me by myself episodes, I just got so much going in my head and I feel like if I use a uh, a vehicle to get them out of there and that vehicle would be this, that it'll mean a little bit of something. So anyways, the first thing I want to talk about is... uh. The month that we just had for the the month of July, we are coming off the absolute best month in Steel Toes and Scoreboards history. I don't know exactly what the fuck happened, but I'm glad it did. Uh, we finished out yesterday, July 31st, the last day of the month, with 26 downloads. Um, from July 31st to the Sunday before July 24th, we had 125 downloads in seven days. Uh, we had 206 downloads in the last 30 days from Jan from July 1st to July 31st. We are now setting all time at like 984 downloads, which we're almost at a thousand, which is absolutely tremendous. Um, we are up 508 percent. From May 31st 
through July 31st. Um, we're coming off our worst statistical month, which was June, where we had 34 downloads. When we were so busy, we didn't have a lot. We didn't put out a lot of new content in June. Um, but we crushed. We we crushed our all-time goal, or not a goal, I shouldn't say. We we crushed our our all-time record, which was set in the mid in the month of July last year, or June, excuse me. Oh, our podcast launched in the towards the end of May in 2021, as I've mentioned before, and I think I mentioned it when Kurt and I did our episode last week. We had 107 downloads in the month of June in 2021, uh, and that was, you know, I, I I said the whole new car smell. It was people checking out the podcast, seeing what it was, and and getting used to it because we launched it like. Uh, middle towards end of may so a lot of people hadn't checked all the material yet uh we had 107 downloads and then we fast forward to june of you know just a couple months ago we had our worst download month ever with 34 and uh i was just so frustrated and then we come back and for whatever reason we came back and and when the month ended yesterday we we added a hundred downloads to that. We, we put, we broke 207 for the month. Shit. I'm happy to get, you know, 30, 50 downloads a month. Um, I don't know what's going on out there, but, um, I just want to come on here and personally thank all the listeners. I want to thank all the people that reach out and give feedback all the time. Uh, we've got a lot of new followers on our Twitter account. Uh, at STSB podcast, uh, we get a, we've got some new likes on our Facebook on our Steel Toes and Scoreboards Facebook page. Uh, a lot of people have been word of mouthing about the podcast. I found out. Um, I don't know what. Like I said, I don't know what it is. I don't. I, I don't think the content's that great. That's just me. I'm always going to be my own worst critic. Kurt and I do the best we can. Uh, but it's it's growing. It's um, weird almost to the point now where monetization could start happening on this podcast. Like we're right there crossing off check marks set up by Podbean to where now we could be getting some money because they could be starting to place ads in the podcast. People selling things, people advertising their podcasts on our podcast, us advertising our podcast on other podcasts. So we're, we're right there at the, uh, it, it's close. So it's just the, the analytics of it all. His, um, is absolutely amazing. And, uh, I want to personally thank everybody here. I don't know who you are. I know who some of you are. A uh, shout out to my good friend, James Macy, uh, guy you spent some time with down at the old foundry days. Uh, shout out to, uh, not your basic dad on Twitter. Shout out to all the listeners of the After Two Beers podcast. So, I want to thank you guys. Speaking of the After Two Beers podcast, uh, it is official. It is booked. It is set. And it is going down. Uh, Saturday, September 10th. Uh, the, the Saturday after Labor Day weekend. I do not have the kids. Kurt and I will uh, will be heading up. Uh, we'll be leaving about I don't know two three o'clock Saturday afternoon. 
September 10th, we will be driving up to Richmond, Indiana. We'll get up to about Indy or bypass Indy or whatever and uh, hang a right, head east. We'll go to Richmond, and we're going to be recording with uh, Dutch and Gibbler of After Two Beers Podcast. As far as I know, as far as I know, um, we will be talking about sports cards, which is very interesting because I've got some, I briefly touched on that in the other episode, I think. Uh, That's really interesting because I got some stuff to talk about about that, but we are going to be recording our first episode with them about sports cards and and, and whatnot, which I'm super excited about. Kurt is. Kurt's very excited. Uh, He was almost jumping for joy when I texted him uh, this evening or I guess last night, Sunday night. And then uh, if all goes according to plan, my goal is to uh, set up my equipment, take 10 or 15 minutes, set up my equipment. If I do not have the extra mics and headphones that we are needing to get, uh, to bring Doyle on board for the podcast like we plan on doing. If I do not have them, they do have XLR mics and cables and everything, so they can plug right into our equipment, and then we will record an episode, or they will record one with us, I should say. And uh, I have no idea what the content of that will be. I haven't talked to Dutch about this yet. Right now, I'm just figuring we just plug them in and roll tape and... Whatever happens, happens. Almost kind of like their whole premise of uh, after two drinks and they press record. So I'm looking forward to that. Kurt's looking forward to that. Uh, Dutch Dutch seems pretty cool. Um, not spoken to Gibbler yet. But uh, from what I hear, she seems like a really nice lady. And uh, I can't thank them enough. We're almost piggybacking on them. And uh, the following they have on social media, on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and everything, they, uh, they're going to add a lot of legitimacy to us, so I'm super excited about that, I know I keep harping on it, but if you guys don't understand what this means to me and Kurt, especially me, with me always running the business side of things, and Kurt just watching film and reading articles, uh, and then I guess the next thing that I wanted to hop on here briefly and talk about... Uh, was about the sports cards. So, uh, when I talked to Chris Dalton, Dutch, Dutch Dalton, um, he had had the idea. He's like, man, I'd like to just do an episode where we just talk about sports cards. He's like, well, all of us boys had, you know, baseball, basketball, football, hockey. We all had trading cards growing up. And I was like, yeah. And I had remembered that I had stopped buying or trading or collecting anything when I hit about 13. So you're looking at the year 2000. So you're looking at like 22 years ago. And the more I started thinking about it, I was like, this was kind of cool. So I started digging around my house for my cards. Like, where could these things be? Surely to God, they're not in my dad's storage building. No, I found them. They were buried. And then... (laughs) I started looking through there, and it was just like, it was like I was a a 7 to 12-year-old boy again. I got super excited. My son had seen him, and he, was, he started asking about him, and it got me excited. So I was like, you know what? I just got on Amazon, got on eBay, and looked, and uh, the card market's hot right now. It's exploded in recent. COVID had a lot to do with it, especially when everybody was in pretty much a almost a nationwide lockdown in March. 
so it exploded. I, uh, I spent like, I don't know, 25, 30, 40 bucks, whatever, and bought like almost a thousand cards. There were some, you know, most of it's what you would call junk. Uh, but there was, there was some nice couple, 10, $15 in there and whatnot. And then, uh, somebody very close to me, uh, right now I'm not going to put it out there who, but somebody extremely close to me, uh, so I've known his family for years. Apparently he's gotten into cards, almost like flipping them and selling them. And I didn't know that he had posted on a, uh, a page I'd followed. And, uh, this dude bought like pallets and pallets of cards. And I'm talking, you know, he's got 50 cent cards. He's got $500 cards. He's, he, he's got like the greatest mixed treasure mother load. And so we spent all weekend talking and I got some cards from him for a deal basically to buy up inventory. And now all weekend long, we've been talking back and forth about possibly, uh, starting an online card shop, maybe eventually starting something else like a brick and mortar. Who knows? It's all preliminary. But all I know is that I've got the, the bug to look at cards and buy and sell cards and trade cards like I had when I was a kid. And I've spent all weekend sorting through cards and looking at cards and trying to grade them on my own because I have no money to give out to, to PSA or Beckett or anybody right now. And, you know, you can do a, a semi-decent job grading cards on your own if you know what to look for. I dug out the old magnifying glass. I got some uh, latex gloves I've been wearing. You know, sorting the cards. I've been taking pictures, writing down everything, checking prices on these cards, uh, what they've last went for, how long some of them are setting with being moved. You know, just checking out the whole nine cards of it. And then I took in these sheet of paper and started writing down names for a potential Facebook page. And it just, I'm, I'm totally excited. And this all, Dutch, if you're listening, this is 50% your fault, but... I guess, thank you. I just simply dug cards out and found them just to kind of look and see and bring back memories to talk about this upcoming podcast collaboration with you guys. And then just everything just fell in my lap. And it's it's been a fun weekend. I've got that going on. Um, and of course, you know, in the works is uh, multiple podcasts. We're getting closer to the release of the date of... Uh, of a uh, of a wrestling podcast, like I said, there's two or three different people that I'm consulting with on that. Uh, eventually, I'm going to pull the trigger, and we're going to one of us is going to do something. Um, I always hate the word "um." It's such a transitional word when I'm speaking. It's also a time filler. <laughs> As I look at 4:11 a.m. on a Monday morning, I've been awake. I was awake all night Saturday night, didn't go to bed till like 10 o'clock Sunday morning, woke up at 2 o'clock Sunday afternoon, been awake since 2, lost my train of thought. I'm super excited about the wrestling podcast though, and and, and like I said, when that gets gets going, I mean that's going to be really something impressive I think. 
Uh, everybody knows about my love for the sport of professional wrestling. I mean, it's something I discovered when I was three or four years old. Like I said before, we all know the story. Sometime between three and five is when you get your first memories in life. It just varies whether you retain them or not. That varies when you get them, whatnot. But it's, you know, typically between three to five. And, you know, I was three or four. I, I remember vividly and um, never thought... Like my dad always says, he goes, I never thought me introducing you to something would take over your damn life. Well, I mean, it it has. I mean, I love sports. Pro wrestling's right there at the top. And that's why I'm super excited about this interview today with uh, Jared Fritz. Hopefully, and he's a busy man. He travels all over the country, refereeing. You know, I think he works a shoot job, too. He probably does work a shoot job. Uh, I don't know, but he set aside time, about an hour, hour and a half for me. going to call him, use the old BTA adapter. I'm going to test it out on Skype. Uh, That adapter me and Kurt bought back in the summer, it's the $50 adapter. It does phone calls, Facebook messages. It's supposed to do Skype. So I'm going to try it with Mr. Fritz today with Skype. God willing, fingers crossed, you know what I'm saying? Uh, And it's just going to be an interview. Just get on there and talk wrestling, bonus episode, you know, and... uh, He's, he's a great guy. He's been super great to me on Twitter as I've got involved in wrestling media. And uh, I'm really looking forward to that. Aside from that, I don't really have a whole lot going on. It's going to be a busy week. My son turns 11 on Wednesday. I turn 35 on Friday. So we got going to plan a big dual birthday party for Sunday afternoon for me and him. I've got to go finish their back-to-school shopping this week. I was supposed to go to Iowa for my shoot job, get out of the office for a little while, and uh, go on the road, but um, plans have changed. I'll be working from home all week, so that'll give me a chance to do some other things. I'm going to take my uh, youngest one. She starts preschool. The kids kids go back to school in about two weeks or so, and my youngest one's going to start preschool, and I was always working. I missed preschool and kindergarten. I missed every first day of school for my my eight year old and my soon to be eleven year old because I was working. And I'll be damned if I missed the very first day of school ever for my youngest one. Like I'm gonna see one of them go on their first day of school, so uh, I'm gonna take them to school. But before that, I've done I've done I've spent so much time with them with this new job over the summer. It's been awesome. But one thing I've done is I've done each a one-on-one day with them this summer. Like, uh, I took my boy to see, you know, the NWA back in April, which was technically like two or three weeks before school was out. So I told him that counted as his big one-on-one day with me. We had a blast. I took my middle one to Sky Zone a few weeks back, which I think is where I got the COVID. Uh, But then my youngest one, I'm going to take her to the zoo Thursday, I think. And... uh, she will absolutely love that. She loves animals. She loves the zoo. She doesn't know she's going to the zoo, but she knows she's getting a, a, a day with just her and daddy. No bubby, no sissy. She's super excited about that. Um, and I guess, I mean, that's really all I really wanted to talk about. I mean, other than, you know, ramble on about wrestling. There's so much pro wrestling stuff that went down this weekend. You know, WWE held SummerSlam uh, just last night. Ric Flair wrestled his last match ever at the, you know, in Nashville. That was a huge turnout. A lot of people in attendance. There was a a 
internet wrestling community up and roar over a couple of guys in wrestling media that got into it at this big wrestling festival called StarCast, which is put on by Ric Flair's son-in-law, the podfather himself. The number one reason I got into podcasting, Conrad Thompson, um, Pretty sure StarCast is his baby, and there was some shit that went down between two guys on Twitter. They've not liked each other for a while. One guy is a, is a real turd in the punch bowl. He's a racist, uh, homophobic, transphobic, just a nasty person. And he got called out in public by another guy that runs Fightful. I'm sure some of you guys have heard about Fightful and Fightful Select. They cover wrestling, boxing, MMA news. They are a very reputable, very good source. The uh, one of the head honchos for Fightful, uh, he just called this guy out for being a turd in the punch bowl, and it just exploded. Internet wrestling community—I never even heard of the other guy. I've heard of Sean Ross Sapp. He's the guy that runs Fightful. Uh, Sean's a tremendous human being, a super nice guy. Lives down in Lexington, Kentucky. Um, Sean just saw Bill there and was like, called him out, and just a. a fucking Twitter war ensued. It was almost comical to see the things that Bill was putting on social media. Um, but I don't know if I'm going to do a complete breakdown of, of that right now. I don't really have a lot of interest in doing it. All I can say is uh, to me, Ric Flair officially retired in March 2008 at WrestleMania 24 in Orlando. He come out of retirement, went and worked at TNA for a while, lingered around. But to me, Rick officially retired. Uh, how long ago was 2008? Jesus Christ. That's uh, cheese and rice, cheese and rice. What, 14 years ago? Something like that? But uh, good for Rick. He wanted to go out on his own terms, and that's kind of what he did. Uh of course, you knew with it being Flair's last match, he was going to blade, and he did a nice blade job. Got some nice color. Uh, several people are in attendance. The show itself was tremendous. I didn't, I didn't watch it. I was too busy with the uh, sports cards. <laughs> Go figure. I mean, you know, it's got to be something major if I'm not tuning in to watch wrestling, right? Uh, but the main event was promoted well. Uh, it's one of the better storylines in professional wrestling history in a while with uh, Jeff Jarrett being involved and Ric Flair's son-in-law, Andrade, who married Rick's daughter Charlotte, and then uh, Jay Lethal. I, I tell you what, if you, any of you guys that like wrestling or even if you don't and you want uh, 10 minutes of entertainment, just go on YouTube and uh, search two different things. Alright, hop in your Google machine right now. Alright, are you there? Go to YouTube. Okay. Type in Jay Lethal Macho Man, Randy Savage. Jay does great Macho Man impersonations. And after you watch that, then type in Jay Lethal, Ric Flair, TNA. And it's going to pop up a lot of things, but the number one thing it should pop up, and if it doesn't, it's a fucking travesty, is an episode of Impact Wrestling from uh, 2010 or 11, where Jay Lethal standing on top of the stage, and Rick's in the ring with a AJ Styles, and uh, might have been Frankie Kazarian, maybe, I'm not sure if Kazarian was there, I can't remember, 
and it's basically uh, Jay impersonating Ric Flair. And they sit there and they have a woo-off. Because everybody knows Ric Flair goes, woo And Jay was doing it back. He was talking like Rick. He had Rick's mannerisms down. It is one of the funniest fucking things you will ever see in your life, whether you're a fan of professional wrestling or not. It's guaranteed 10 minutes of entertainment. Ric Flair looks like he's about to blow a gasket in the ring. Uh, veins popping out and everything. Like, some bitch looks like he's going to have an aneurysm and kill over with a heart attack all at the same time. Jay pisses him off. It is just tremendous. And it was a nice storyline, you know. Uh, hats off to to uh, Jay and Andrade, Rick and Jeff and Conrad and everybody that put that together. It was very well done. Better than half the shit you see on professional wrestling television right now. Uh, Brock Lesnar destroyed a wrestling ring with a tractor Saturday night at SummerSlam. Oh yeah, clips are all over social media. You can go find it. Takes the front end of a uh, Case IH tractor with a loader bucket and just lifts up the ring and destroys it. It's hilarious. It's It was a holy shit moment. I wouldn't be surprised if that finds its way into a video game or something down the line, but... (coughs) you hear me hit the vape? Grape flavor. Anyways. So, yeah, I mainly just want to get on here and uh, thank you guys. For for the uh, the record numbers, and um, I super appreciate that. And to tell you guys, uh, I'm still working on the uh, the buy me a coffee thing, but I did get our Patreon set up, uh, and I learned a little bit more about it. You know, I was talking about bonus content. I didn't know how to release it. Well, apparently as an idiot as i've discovered and got into this patreon thing now when i release episodes it gives me the option to whether it's a normal episode release or if it's a patreon release which obviously you have to spend money to get the patreon content and again none of you have to contribute a fucking thing this is just a a way if you believe in us and you like what we do you can chip us a little bit of money we've got two goals set up right now uh we've got a goal set up of three hundred dollars you know, ballpark, and every dollar will be used strictly for the pod, for the, for the podcast. There's no me pocketing any money, Kurt pocketing any money. It's strictly money to be dumped back into the podcast. It's uh, the three hundred dollar goal is to help us get the the two extra mics and headphones. Um, because I want quality ones, and uh, basically, I want to try to get the ones I still have. I want matching sets, and a set of those be about one hundred and fifty a piece. Um, and then there's another smaller goal set up of like $125. That's just, uh, roundabouts to, to cover the upcoming collaboration, which again, you do not have to donate any of these. These will set up there, uh, after the trip to Richmond, I'm going to take the one goal down, but, uh, there, there's certain tiers if you meet and there'll be rewards for, for each tier, like, uh, shout outs on the show. You can call in for 30 minutes on an episode. You can help us pick our topic. And then, of course, like the ultimate tier four is uh, we remote you with the BTA or we all get together if we've got the extra mic. 
and uh, we all record together. You can sit in on an entire episode with us if you so choose. I don't know if anybody would want to do that or not, but the option's out there. But basically, so many content creators now with with Facebook and music and everything, they're, they're starting Patreon. And we got to a point where um, our downloads were growing and, and Podbean reached out to me about why haven't, basically, why haven't you set up a Patreon? And I remember looking at thinking, like, who the fuck would want to give me and Kurt money to listen to anything we have to say? But... I don't know, winging a prayer, you, you know, slowly over uh, over 15 months, this brand has started to grow, and I don't know the reason for 207 downloads for the month of July. I know there was a huge purge multiple days of at least 15 to 25 to 30 something downloads, a huge purge over about a week and a half time frame this last week and a half of the month of July. That's got to be somebody coming through telling people about the podcast. Because sometimes the analytics don't work. Sometimes I can't see where the listens are coming from. I can't see if it's one user or if it's multiple users. Sometimes they work. Sometimes they don't. Maybe I just haven't figured out that part of the analytics yet. But to me, I'm thinking it's probably a, a, a huge catalog purge and download. But whether that's the case or whether it was seriously word of mouth and like 15 different people decided to check out the podcast today, whatever the case may be, again, I can't thank you guys enough for listening to hashtag tits, two idiots talking sports. Seriously missed the boat on that. Uh, That would be a tremendous amount of monthly downloads if we would have been called the tits podcast. Very misleading. Hilarious. Two idiots talking sports. Tits. But I digress. All I can say is if you guys like what you do, or like what we do, if you haven't already, please share the podcast. Share the Twitter account. Share the Facebook page. Share the podcast on Spotify. Share episodes. Share everything. Share word of mouth. You don't even have to donate to the Patreon. Just tell somebody about us. And give us feedback. Even if you tell us, God, you guys suck. I hope you guys never record another podcast again. That's fine. I'll take that. But give us something. And for those that have, we appreciate it. And uh, I haven't told Kurt this yet. This idea just came to me overnight. Uh, Some of the more recent feedback has been in regards to our three um, Steel Toe episodes. You know, like I said, we're Steel Toes and Scoreboards. I, I joke that we're a two-fold podcast. Scoreboards is sports episodes. Steel Toes is everything else we talk about on the shop floor, even though I'm not on the shop floor with Kurt anymore. And we've done three of those episodes. We've done the first one September 12th uh, or September 11th, whatever, the day after my grandfather died. We did the second one. I did solo back in March with... Uh, part one of our three-part series on government overreach. That was Ruby Ridge. And we did our third Steel Toes episode just a few weeks ago when we did Waco. And uh, in the last month and a half, the Waco episode has been the most downloaded. And w- one of the things I'm getting from people is that they're really digging, or they really dug these three episodes 
that were steel toed sides. So there is part three on the government overreach coming sometime this year. That will be uh, Oklahoma City bombing because that's kind of overreach, but it's kind of not. And the only reason it's in there is because they're all three contributed. Uh, Timothy McVeigh, uh, you know, ex-military, you know, he's seen what happened at Ruby Ridge. McVeigh was at Waco alongside the road. McVeigh was interviewed on television about Waco before people ever knew who he ever, or before they ever knew who he was. They're all three connected. So we will be talking about that. Uh, I had a suggestion that we do an episode on, uh, I call it Killdozer. Marvin Hemeyer. That's one of my favorite stories to tell. Uh, that'll be that'll be a lot like Ruby Ridge and way different than Waco. Whereas I still needed some notes for Waco. I didn't need any notes for Ruby Ridge. I'll need very few notes for Killdozer if we do that. That's one of my favorite stories. I'm really getting into these stories. So we need to do is episodes about stories. Um, Marvin Hemeyer, the whole thing in Colorado. He got pissed off with the local city government, just kind of retired to a life of a uh, hermit crab, and for a year, modified a bulldozer into basically a tank, and destroyed shit all around town, and then uh, when the dozer got hung up, decided he wasn't going to jail, which I don't know how long he would have went to jail for, I don't imagine it had been like a few years, he probably got for good behavior, wouldn't have been like no life sentence, but he just decided, fuck this, and uh... Blew his brains out inside the uh, bulldozer, for lack of a better term, after it got hung up. But it's a killdozer. 2004, Cranby, Colorado. I was a sophomore in high school, I believe. Maybe a freshman. I don't remember. I remember the story, vividly. Like clockwork. So, that might be a future episode. But anyways, guys, I've rambled on here for 35 minutes. I haven't said a whole lot of nothing. Just wanted to get a few things off my chest, clear my head out like I do. Um, I don't know how much content's going to come out in the month of August, aside from many episodes. Uh, Kurt and I probably won't do a full-length episode until probably the last weekend in August, or second to last weekend in August. Uh, we usually we usually still record every two weeks on kid free weekends, but I've got may, I've got some prior p- commitments coming up, and uh, this coming weekend's my birthday weekend, and my son's, so I'll have the kids. The following weekend, I've already made plans, so we won't be getting together there. So uh, we'll still have to pick a topic for a, for an episode, uh, unless Kurt wants to go ahead and pull the 1990 World Series back out, but that's in rotation. It's always nice to have a couple backup episodes when we don't want to do bonus content. We need something to do. We now have two in our uh, pull-a-rabbit-out-of-our-ass file. Like I said, the 06 Super Bowl-winning Colts and now the 1990 World Series, but as far as our next full-length episode, I don't know what that will be. I know about ballpark when it will be. Uh, stay tuned for that. Tomorrow night, we're going to record a mini unless something comes up. Uh, and I might be popping up bonus content all month just because I'm, I'm in the mood. I can tell you how many nights in the last few weeks I have uh, almost pulled the equipment out and just recorded a mini episode talking about whatever. But, uh, you know, sometimes I don't. <laughs> but all right, guys, for uh, Kirk Kelly, who is uh, probably waking up right now because he's got to be at work in an hour and a half. 
And he's like my dad. His old ass thinks he has to get up hours ahead of time. Uh, so for Kirk Kelly, I'm Jared Atkins. Once again, guys, uh, check out our Patreon, uh, patreon.podbean.com slash STSB. And uh, like and share the podcast. We are finally again available on Apple, and I think that I think that played a huge part in uh, beating our previous records by a hundred downloads because uh, that was the one channel we needed to be on, and I could never figure out what I was doing wrong. And then magically, now we're on there. So maybe it was on my end. Who knows? But we are listed on Apple Podcasts now. We're on all the major. We're, we are on all the major channels. Uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Player FM, Amazon. The only other semi-major one that we should be on and we're not. And it's a pain in the ass. Um, and, I, and eventually I'll do it. It's, it's Pandora. Where you can't find us on Pandora, but you can find us everywhere else. You can find us on the major four. You know, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, Apple uh Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. So we're on the major four. We just don't have number five yet, which is Pandora. We'll, I'll get to it. But anyways, I've rambled enough, guys. Uh, hope you guys have a good day. Um, and I will, you guys will be hearing for us soon. Thanks, guys. Thank <laughs> you.